0: I want to say good morning uh, to everyone. Um, I am so honored uh, to stand before you today to deliver a message from the Word of God. It is always a privilege uh, to get to share um, what God has placed on my heart, Um, and I hope, trust, and pray that uh, there is someone here um, that hears this message that is transformed uh, by something that is said, sung, or done. Amen? Amen. So as you enter the doors of this church you've probably uh, noticed the signs the signs that read whatever everybody say whatever yeah yeah, yeah whatever in, in, in fact there there are many passages in the bible that have this message of whatever uh, yeah colossians 3:17 uh, the bible says and whatever you do Whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father through him. We all know uh, the popular Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Today, if I had a title, my message, my title would be a whatever kind of faith. A whatever kind of faith. Can you repeat that? A whatever kind of faith. Yeah, yeah. So this morning, if you would meet me over in Acts chapter 8, starting at verse 26, Acts chapter eight, starting at verse 26. This is the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. This beautiful and amazing story is a story of obedience. It's a story that demonstrates a whatever kind of faith. Side note, um, I, I remember when I was growing up as a little boy, um, my mama uh, w- would tell my sister and I on an early Saturday morning, she would say, get up and go with me to the store. And Sometimes when I felt all big and, and bad, and when I worked up enough nerve, Quinn, worked up enough courage, Sabrina, I would ask my mama, Why? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, this was my Saturday morning to sleep in after a long week of school, the long week of classes, after recess. (laughs) And my mama had a consistent response to most things that I asked at that time in my life when I would challenge her authority. And she would respond by saying, because I... Oh, oh, y'all had a mama like that too, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Okay, all right. Bec- yeah, she would, say, she would say, because I said so, um, and I quickly learned obedience through the things that I had suffered. <laughs> <clears throat> I-, I learned obedience and not to challenge my mother's authority. I learned obedience and not to challenge what my mother was doing. But if you have Acts chapter 8, verses 26, say amen. All right. The Bible says, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. And he arose and went. Um, The first thing that Philip shows us in this text, and what I want you to notice, is Obedience. He shows us obedience. The angel of the Lord said, go, and Philip went. Yeah, yeah, he, he was obedient. Philip didn't do like many of us sometimes when we are told what to do, or like I did with my mother. He didn't ask why. Philip didn't ask why. He, he, didn't, he didn't ask why, why am I being sent out in the middle of nowhere. No questions asked. Philip went. Philip demonstrates for us a whatever kind of faith. The Bible goes on to say, and on his way met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandake, which means queen of the Ethiopians. Um, so, So who was this Ethiopian eunuch that Philip encountered? Well, first we must get an understanding of what a, an actual eunuch is. Um, let's break that down just a little bit. A, a eunuch, by definition, is someone who is castrated. Someone who is castrated for the purpose of servitude. Someone who wholly devotes their entire being to service. So we can make an educated guess right off the bat that the, this Ethiopian eunuch wasn't a dip- man. The, the Bible says he was also an important and high-ranking official. A, as the young people say, uh, he had some clout. The Ethiopian eunuch was the treasury of Candace, who was queen of all of Ethiopia. So, so the Ethiopian eunuch was in charge of all of the money of Ethiopia. If you got it, say amen. The Bible says This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, to worship. So so we see that the Ethiopian eunuch was a worshiper. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. We also see that the Ethiopian eunuch was a believer in the word of God. So notice what the Bible says. The Spirit of the Lord told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. And how does Philip respond? The Bible says, then Philip ran up to the chariot. Then Philip ran up to the chariot. Um, Here we see obedience again. Philip didn't walk up to the chariot he didn't stroll up to the chariot. He didn't take his time getting up to the chariot. But the Bible says he ran up to the chariot. How many of us, we know God is calling us to do something. We know God is telling us to do something. No God has placed that thing on our hearts to do. And what do we do Sometimes. We take our time, we put him off, we take our sweet time, we question whether we should or we shouldn't. God, is that you? But we see that Philip's response was that he ran. There was a sense of urgency. The Bible says, and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. "'Do you understand what you are reading?' Philip asked. "'How can I?' he said, "'unless someone explains it to me.'" So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the message of Scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. "'And as a lamb before its shearer is silent,' So he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. See, Philip obeyed. Philip had a whatever kind of faith. Philip had a whatever Lord you ask of me and I'll do type of faith. Philip had a whatever Lord you ask of me, I'll do type of faith. Philip had a wherever you ask of me to go, I'll go. How many of us can say we are living a whatever kind of life? style when it comes to our faith. Lord, if you say it, I'll do it. I'm reminded over in Joshua chapter 1, 16 and 17, the Bible says, then the people answered Joshua, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obey Moses, so will we. Obey you, or whatever kind of faith, or whatever kind of faith, a faith that oftentimes may look crazy to others. Everybody may not be on board with your whatever kind of faith lifestyle, everybody may not understand your whatever kind of faith lifestyle. But that's okay when they see you still praising God in the middle of your storm. When they see uh, you still smiling in the midst of your trials. Smiling even though you have hit rock bottom. I've heard this. uh, It's hard to hit rock bottom, but don't forget that God also made the rock. Don't, don't run from those rock-bottom experiences. A lot of times we tend to avoid our rock-bottom experiences, but your deliverance is in the rock. I'm not just talking about any rock. I'm talking about the rock of our salvation, y'all. Uh, yeah, many times we try to avoid that. But I want you to notice what happens when you choose to be obedient to what the Lord tells you to do. Verse 36. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, look, see, here is water. Man, that's why I love uh, Glenn, Glenn Somerford. Um, anytime, and Ken knows this, anytime uh, on Sunday mornings he would say, look, this water is warm and this water's ready. <laughs> Glenn. Um, But but the Bible says, what can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down in the water, and Philip baptized him. When they had come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. You see, Philip had a Yeah, 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 say it. A whatever kind of faith. How many of us have a whatever kind of faith? How many of us have a whatever kind of faith? A whatever kind of faith could look like moving your family into a homeless shelter for over a year. A whatever kind of faith could uh, look like adopting children and bringing them into a more stable environment and changing the trajectory of their lives. Or whatever kind of faith could look like moving your whole family all the way to Gaza, I mean, Belton, I mean, Temple. Uh, Oh Lord. Willingly placing yourself in an environment that's completely different. But guess what? Your blessing is in the whatever. Your blessing is in the whatever kind of faith lifestyle. Question How does your faith look like today? If God says go, will you go? If God says stay, will you stay? If God says be still, will you be still? with all the hustle and bustle of life, will you be still if God says it? Whatever the case, obedience is the key. And I'm so glad that Jesus was obedient all the way up unto death. I'm closing at this time. We're going to go right into communion. So if we have servers, y'all can make your way up at this time. Uh, Jesus demonstrated obedience all the way up unto death. He demonstrated the ultimate level of obedience, or whatever kind of faith. When he said, now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, <laughs> but for this cause came I unto this hour. Father, glorify thy name. A faith that says, look, I must decrease so that you may increase. And now, as we go into communion, Which is a time that is set aside to remember, to focus, to reflect on that glorious day. Let us reflect on Jesus' obedience and how now we are the benefactors of what he did on that cross. Amen? Let us pray at this time. Heavenly Father, we love you. We're so thankful, Father, that um, you gave your son, Father, so that we might have eternal life. Thank you for your sacrifice, Lord. Lord, as we go into the uh, next part of this uh, service, Lord, we pray that we will remember you, that we will reflect on you, Lord. And maybe there's someone here who has a question of what must I do to be saved, like the Ethiopian eunuch, um, how he gave his life to you, Lord. Um, we pray, Lord, that, um, that you will, uh, Father, uh, come into their lives, Lord. We have people placed at this church that can answer those questions, Lord, and change, change the trajectory of their lives, Lord. We love you, and we thank you, and we remember you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.